Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi everyone, I'm Kate Boyle and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. This week on the podcast, we are chatting about gut health. Now, we've chatted about gut health before and how important it is, but this week we're going to be diving into fiber, prebiotic foods, probiotic foods, and fermented foods and chatting about what they are, do we really need to include these in our diet, and at what ratios do we need to include these in our diet to have optimal health. So simply our gut is so important for our overall health and our gut hosts over a hundred trillion microbial cells. That's a lot. If you think about it, that is a lot, a lot of cells, a lot of bacteria, and hopefully it's good, healthy bacteria that's promoting the health of our gut. So what does our gut do? Well, it obviously helps to break down our food and help us absorb the nutrients from our food, but it's also integral to protecting us, the host, from pathogenic invasion also modulating our immune system and our enteric nervous function. So it's really important for our overall health. So in other words, if you don't have a healthy gut, then you're not going to have a healthy body or mind because we know as well that our gut health affects our mental health also. Now, how will that look in our body? If our gut health isn't amazing, what will that translate to? Well, you might have issues with your digestive system in the sense that you might have bloating or constipation, diarrhea, or things like IBS or excessive gas. On the other hand, you might find that you get breakouts on your skin, you know, on your face, you might have dry skin, or you might get sick quite frequently and take longer to recover from illness or even wound healing as well. So there are many different ways that our gut health will transcribe into our body. And when it comes to that sort of mental health point of view, you might find that you don't have as much focus, you can't concentrate very well. We talk about brain fog happening. Also, you might find that just your judgment may be impaired. So energy levels may drop too. There is many just subtle ways too that if our gut health isn't really dialed in, it will be shown in the body. It's just whether or not we can determine what's happening. So what is affecting and downgrading our gut health? What is really going to be the actions that is going to help that bad gut bacteria flourish and transcribe to our body not feeling at its best? Well, there's a number of different things, but a few of them include not getting enough sleep. These are the things that we've chatted about so many times before that are often really boring, but they really do translate across to being integral to helping your gut health. So your gut health may be affected by poor sleep, too much stress, uh, smoking, drinking alcohol, lack of regular physical activity and exercise. 
Antibiotic use is another big one too. So one course, so one five-day course of antibiotics will take the gut bacteria six months to recover from. That's a really long time. So if you've been on antibiotics once or twice in the past year, you've really knocked your gut bacteria out for the next six to 12 months. So trying to build up the numbers of that gut bacteria is really important. And that's where fibrous foods, pre and probiotics and fermented foods come in. The other thing that may affect our gut health is not eating a diverse range of foods. So generally, our gut really likes getting different fibers, nutrients, antioxidants from a wide range of foods because different bacteria eat different things in the sense of fiber. So what can we do for that? Well, we want to encourage each and every person to be eating a wide range of foods. We've heard about, you know, eating the rainbow before, but if we can, we want to look at trying to include about 30 different plant-based foods a week. Now that can be vegetables and fruits and nuts and seeds and beans. So really trying to build up all those different plant-based foods into your diet can help also. So how do we, we've talked about all the different ways now that will affect your gut and increase that bad bacteria to grow and cause you issues with your health. So if that's the case on that side, what do we do to help our gut? Well, we flip all of that around. We want to make sure that we get really good sleep. We want to make sure that we manage our stress, increase our exercise and add in regular physical activity, eat a diverse range of foods, as we were just been saying, and also start to add in our fiber, our pre and probiotic foods and our fermented foods as well. So there was a recent study published in the Cell Journal last year that showed that fermented food consumption can increase the microbiome diversity and decrease markers of inflammation, whilst a high-fiber diet can change our microbiome diversity and improve personalized immune response. So what this means is... The more fermented foods we can add into our diet and the more fiber we can add in, the better our immune response is going to be and the better a diversity of bacteria we're going to have in our gut, which means a much healthier flourishing gut, which means overall health. So what does this look like in our everyday life? How are we going to add in more fibrous foods as well as our prebiotic, probiotic and fermented foods? Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that you can download a free 15-minute core Pilates workout that I've designed especially for you to work your entire body and your core, including your pelvic floor and deep layer of abdominals to really build strength, stability, and mobility. This is a nice quick workout you can fit into your day. It's definitely 100% doable. You don't need any equipment to do it. And I guarantee once you finish your 15 minutes of Pilates, you will feel stronger, more energized, taller, and really joyful and happy for moving your body and getting those endorphins moving. So don't forget, head on over to the show notes and download that free core workout and try some Pilates with me. I can't wait to see you on your mat. 
Well, let's start with fiber to begin with. So when it comes to fiber, we want to be aiming for about 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day for a female and 35 to 40 grams of fiber per day for a male. Now, this can translate like any meal. We've talked about protein before, so you can go back and listen to our episode on protein and how we chat about really trying to bump up our protein intake by sharing out that protein through multiple meals throughout the day. And fiber is just the same. We don't want to aim for 25 or 30 grams of fiber in one meal a day. Otherwise, we're probably going to be spending a fair bit of time on the toilet because fiber will help us become regular and maybe a little bit too regular if we have too much in one go. So we want to look at spreading out our fiber intake throughout the day. Now, that is going to range and look a little bit different for everyone, but if we were talking about what types of foods that we were eating, we're going to be looking at trying to include fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and grains. So for breakfast, you may have a fruit and veg smoothie that has, you know, some avocado, some spinach, a banana, um, some water or almond milk, um, some protein powder in it to get some protein in there or a couple of spoonfuls, teaspoons full of peanut butter or almond butter to get our good fats and proteins. And there's a good fibrous start to the day. We then for lunch might have a warm, you know, veggie salad with some chicken and a lovely olive oil vinaigrette. And then at dinner time, we may have some fish or salmon with some roast veggies um, followed by, you know, a couple of squares of dark chocolate for dessert. So there's our day of getting lots of fruits and fibers and nuts and seeds and whole grains into our diet. And again, it's going to look different from day to day and person to person and season to season. So looking at each meal of your day and seeing if you can include either some fruit, veggies, nuts, seeds, or whole grains, and you should be able to get to that 30 grams of fiber, spreading it out throughout the day. Now, if you are the type of person where you know that you're not including a lot of these fibrous foods in, see if you can just add, start with one serving per meal. So maybe at breakfast time, you can look at adding in an apple, nice high fiber food, or you might have eggs for breakfast and you can add in some mushrooms and tomatoes, something that's going to bump up your fiber intake, or maybe you can swap from white bread to a sourdough or sourdough or a whole grain bread to again bump up that fiber and sourdough is fermented food so you can classify that as a fermented food intake for the day as well. So fiber is super important for a healthy gut and then on top of that we want to start to explore our pre and probiotic foods. So what are they? Well Probiotics are a healthy gut bacteria and prebiotics are the food that our gut bacteria need to eat to help our gut flourish. So in other words, if you think of Pac-Man being our probiotic and the little food that Pac-Man goes along eating as the prebiotic, that's kind of how our gut system works. So our prebiotic foods include oats, bananas, artichokes, garlic, onion, 
apples. There are many different prebiotic foods and you can Google them and find a whole list that you can add into your diet and spread them again throughout the day. When it comes to our probiotic foods, most people know yogurt as a probiotic food, but there's also many others like kefir, tempeh, uh, kombucha, um, natto, kimchi, miso, sauerkraut, pickles. There are lots of different prebiotic foods. Again, you can find a full list on Google that you can start to add into your day. Now, how many, if we're aiming for 30 grams of fiber, how many of these pre and probiotic foods should you be including each day in your diet? Well, we want to try to include about two of each. So if you could have two probiotic foods and two prebiotic foods a day, then that would be amazing. And you may think, oh, that might be hard to do. But if we look at, you know, making a vegetable soup, we're going to have garlic and onion in there. So that's already two prebiotics. And then we might have, you know, for our probiotics, we might have a glass of kombucha or some yogurt as an afternoon snack, or there are lots of ways that we can add them in. Now, on top of that, we were then to think about our fermented foods. Now, our fermented foods have an antioxidant, an antimicrobial, an antifungal, anti-inflammatory and anti-diabetic effects on the gut activity. So in other words, they are amazing for our gut activity and our gut microbiome, and they really promote the growth of healthy gut bacteria. So our fermented foods do cross over quite a bit with our probiotic foods. So some examples of our fermented foods include apple cider vinegar, which has become very popular. And you may or may not know, but it is a great digestive. So if you dilute just a teaspoonful in a glass of water before having a meal, that can be a great digestive to add in. Also, sourdough, we mentioned that before, a really great fermented food. We also have things like our kimchi and our sauerkraut and all our different pickled vegetables like olives, you know, and pickles and all of those types of things. So a lot of our fermented foods actually cross over with our probiotics. So if we are having, you know, our probiotic and we're having some kimchi, well, that's also a fermented food. So we can kind of tick two off the list for the day. And when it comes to fermented foods, we want to try to be aiming to get one to two servings a day. So aim for, you know, including at least one serving of a some sauerkraut or some kimchi, or you might have some apple cider vinegar or a piece of sourdough bread. Just one serving a day can really promote the health of our gut bacteria. So that combination, 30 grams of fiber per day, 25 to 30 grams if you're a female, having in two or so serves of pre and probiotics and one to two serves of fermented foods is going to keep you in amazing health. Now, if we're trying to eat seasonally, we might find that we don't have all of these things at our fingertips, which is totally fine. That's when we can use the convenience of the supermarket and our minimally processed foods. So things like our pickled veg and our kimchi and our sauerkraut that you can just buy off the shelf and have that jar in the fridge just to top up when you know that those types of foods aren't in season where you are. They're still including those just minimally processed foods is a fantastic way that you have access to getting your pre-probiotic foods as well as your fermented foods 
at the same time. So, you know, some processed foods can be great, but they need to be that sort of minimally processed food too. And a lot of time people will always ask, you know, I don't have access to beans in the sense that, you know, either I can't pressure cook them or I don't have time to cook them for a long length of time. Can I, you know, buy pre-cooked beans? Can I buy them in the can, you know, or wherever? And yes, you can. If you need to buy minimally processed foods, go for it. They can be so convenient. When it comes to canned foods, opt for BPA-free, you know, where you can, definitely, 100%. But other than that, if we need to embrace some of these convenience foods that are going to help us stay healthier for our diet in the long run, then that's much better than not including them at all. So having that mix of, you know, fresh and frozen veg, of those canned beans or lentils if you don't have time to cook them from scratch. But if you do, power to you. But I know as a busy mum myself, some of those convenience foods can come in really handy. So I hope from listening to this episode, you think about our gut health, how important our gut health is, and how we can include just a few different types of food, really bump up that fiber, that pre and probiotic and fermented food intake, and see some amazing changes in our energy, in our skin, in our, you know, resistance to picking up different illnesses, in our recovery from injury, and just overall vitality. All right, that's it from me from this week. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you again on the podcast next week. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.